0: when it's released, Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F R E T 1 0. All at isotope.com. That's I Z O T O P E.com. Need to repair ambience in your audio production? Check out Isotope, makers of audio repair, mixing, and mastering software and plugins. Tour Story listeners can get 10% off Isotope software by using code FRET10 at checkout. Go to I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Enjoy the show. Hey, Katie.
1: Hey, Joe Plummer. How's it going? It's going. How about you?
0: I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good today. I slept for more than five hours last night.
1: That's a big deal. In a row.
0: Yeah, I feel really good when when I'm able to do that.
1: Five plus is good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> five plus straight. Five plus no straight.
1: Like You entered yeah. REM maybe even twice.
0: Yeah. Whoa. Where are you? Are you in Nashville?
1: I am in Nashville. Yes. Um, that's where I live full time. Sitting in my living room right now, looking at a paper mache zebra that's about my size.
0: <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Did you make that?
1: No. Found it at a, like a, an antique store.
0: Mm. That's. I can imagine that. That's cool. <laughs> There's
1: a lot of those down here.
0: How's it feel down there post Trump?
1: Um. I can definitively say that the day it was decided he lost, there was not much celebrating in the streets. Then again, most of the people that we know and love are sort of on the same tip. So uh, there was definitely a feeling of like lightness and, oh, okay. (laughs) That was weird.
0: Yeah, one thing that I noticed was I mean, amongst a million things. But one thing I noticed right away, kind of unconsciously, was the news was just kind of, it had plans. Yeah. And they were like...
1: (laughs) Like we were addressing issues again that actually need fixing. It was just so, honestly, just hearing Joe Biden get on the mic and his whole energy just felt like a warm hug. It was like, thank you so much for relieving us.
0: I know. I agree with you. It's
1: like you have a soul and a heart and a mind and I'm thrilled about it.
0: (laughs) Maybe that's why I slept five hours. Maybe that is why you
1: slept five. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs)
0: How does the pandemic feel down there?
1: We don't see humans, you know, um, we've just stopped seeing human beings. So this is how we communicate now. Um, it's uh, it's a little strange because we're definitely in the thick of uh, people not thinking it's real,
2: mm-hmm. so
1: that's sort of strange. Like you know, talking to my friends in New York City, it's like everyone just wears a mask and does what they're kind of supposed to do, and there's not really any question about it. Whereas here, you know, you walk into the supermarket and people working there aren't wearing masks, so you're sort of like, oh, okay. Well, I think I'm gonna order my groceries on Amazon. Give Jeff Bezos more moolah, <laughs> because he so needs it.
0: He does need money. <sighs>
1: he needs it.
0: <laughs> he stepped down yesterday.
1: I saw that. Yeah,
0: too he, much money.
1: Right, he had too much money.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. His statement was simply that he couldn't get couldn't get out of his house because of the money.
1: It's just like so mind blowing, and 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 truly, I actually, as much as you know, mo- having money is great. Like having that much money is like, to me, like just not goals at all. Like you're mm-hmm. throwing off the balance of the world at that point. Like there's yeah. two, there's responsibility involved with that sort of, you know, Yeah. And I, you <laughs> know, I'd like to just be rich and then be able to fuck off and do what I want. It's like, right.
0: <laughs> yeah, that kind of money is, it's a lot. you can't do that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you don't get to really enjoy it because it's sort of like everyone's sort of looking to you like, okay, what are you going to do about that?
0: How's the vaccine rolling out down there? (laughs) Can you tell? Because it's not so hot here. I'm trying to get my parents uh, signed up and it's just as hard for me as it is for them.
1: Yeah, you know, it doesn't seem like it's happening too quickly down here. I I honestly don't really know anyone who's gotten it other than my my brother's wife, my sister-in-law got it cuz she's a healthcare worker and but she lives in New York. So, I mean, it just seems like it's kind of been a very slow rollout. But I will say yesterday the New York Times headline, I forget what the exact wording was, but it did feel like a glimmer of hope, like a glimmer of positivity, like I don't know like yeah so crazy
0: i saw something like that i think it was sunday it was just kind of it wasn't terribly dramatic and it wasn't over hopeful it was just like
1: it seems to be kind of working it was like the it was something like the vaccine is doing more than you think or something so it was something to that effect where it was like oh okay so like it's not like everything's solved which would definitely make a better headline but that's not going to be the case for a while so it's right. nice to see at least like numbers starting to taper off. I mean, it started to just get normal to see like, it's just it's a weird reality right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to admit, I would I was largely ignoring the last peak. My behavior has been the same for right. almost exactly a year. Yeah, but I just I there could be another one tomorrow. I it's
1: it's too right. much. Yeah. You know, it's with the other strains of virus, it seems like even if the vaccine sort of does well, that then maybe there's a chance it's just going to swoop in from the side and kick us back down. I don't know. It's just going to be a long road. I, I will say it's definitely this whole this whole year has really changed, like how I see and do everything. And I'm I'm not mad at that. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that I feel like, you know, just thinking more about other people, thinking more about like how you can help someone just not going through life with like tunnel vision all the time. Like, I got to get to this thing and I got to do this and then I got to do that. And then, and you're sort of like only thinking about yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: I do. That sounds like a good habit. I was going to ask you if you've picked up any bad habits in the last year.
1: Uh, Not in the last year. No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, probably, you know, 20 years ago and I've stuck with (laughs) them. (laughs) <laughs> yes good
0: pick up any good habits that yeah you want to keep
1: practicing drums a lot
0: good that's like, great
1: uh my my hub's got a kit and it's just like i can't say i'm a good drummer by any means but like just sort of doing it feels really kind of meditative and awesome and if i'm having a day where i'm like not able to write a song to my liking it's just a great way to sort of stay in in the mix of creating and just kind of, I don't know, playing musics. Yeah. That's
0: nice. So outside of playing drums, have you been uh, watching TV like everyone else or reading any good books?
1: I have been reading so much. I'm obsessed with reading. I've been watching so much television. So much. But like... Really garbage, you know? Like, I really, Mm -hmm. like, I like only the housewives and, like, women screaming at each other. And that's just, you know, occasionally I'll watch something that's actually inspiring. But generally speaking, I like to shut off and listen to those ladies yell.
0: I I haven't got into those ladies yet, but I have band members that do.
1: They're kind of amazing. (laughs) It's a thing.
0: When it's, yeah, when I catch wind of it, I kind of think I could get into it.
1: I think you, I think maybe you could, I think you could let it in. (laughs) Not that you should, not that it'll make your life any better. It'll actually probably make it worse, but, um, you know, it's like time passers. But, uh, in terms of reading, I've been just like loving, like so much, just like diving into these like alternate worlds and like kind of just finding like escape through these other stories that. I mean, maybe this is narcissistic, but I always find like some sort of like therapeutic release when I read, like there's always something in the story that you can kind of like relate to. And then somehow it kind of makes you feel less alone that someone else is speaking to the experience. So I've been obsessively reading books right now. I'm reading the vulture by Gil Scott Heron. um, Mm. And it's really wonderful. Like his writing is just, it's pro. I mean, he's just the G.
0: Yeah. The go. All right. Yeah. I'll try it. The book I'm reading right now is called What's It Called? The Rain King, Sal Bello.
1: I've heard of that.
0: It's so dense.
1: Is it like? Are you liking it, or it's just? Kind I am of-
0: liking it. It's 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 one of those. For me, I have this experience when I read sometimes. If I'm reading a book that's dense or the vocabulary is like. You know, like Michael Chabon or something, and it's like right. the vocabulary is like a little over my head, yeah, or the density or the philosophy or something. But I can usually hang with most books, yeah. And the experience I'm having with this is it seems a little dense and like in a different stratosphere at times, oh. even though he's just kind of talking about regular things. But I am able to hold on to the narrative and the story. But there's, you know, sometimes five pages that go by I was like what was he talking like, about what the but f- I'm yeah. yeah
1: and then you do you reread do you like go back and sort of to make sure that you're on the right track or you kind of just say like forget it I'm reading to enjoy this and
0: I did at the beginning and was 200 like, okay. pages ago yeah I was like okay I get, I can get this without getting it
1: right yeah because I I actually think yeah. Sometimes it's just like seeing beautiful words strung together. Like that's, if that's all you are getting from something, that's enough.
0: I think so. I, I, think I, I really think point. so too. Yeah. I mean, I could use a, maybe a, a reading club or a
1: <gasps> you should class do it.
0: or something for this book, but I
1: think, I think it'd be cool.
0: I do too. Uh, have you, did you do any streaming or have you been in? Doing any of that streaming? There's been some streaming.
1: There's been stream- streaming. There's been some yeah. streaming. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's been a couple. It's a. I played a show for like my album release uh, on ba- uh, Baby's All Right. The venue in New York has like a thing called Baby's TV, mm-hmm. and it was pretty fun. Honestly, it's weird because when you're playing, you only see yourself. Yeah. Strange. Strange, strange. Um but you know, I guess I could make sure I didn't have any boogies or anything like, you know, I guess it's good in that way. My hair looks all right. (laughs) But uh yeah, it's weird. It's uh actually, um people seem to think it was like a really nice little set and that made me feel really good because it's just like I totally forgot like what it feels like to play a show and then have people tell you how great you are at anything. It's like I've just been missing that.
0: (laughs) Do you remember your last regular show,
1: yeah, actually, it was in January, and I got to play um Daniel Johnston's birthday party, uh which was at the moody theater in Austin, and it was a really cool lineup and Tom Gimble, who works for a c l invited me to be part of it it was like i I was very honored and it was a lot of fun, honestly, I'm like so sad that that's my last show, but it was a it was definitely a good one to have as a last one i I think
0: yeah, that's a good one. I can't yeah. remember my last actual show. I just think, I think it was in, might have been in Tulsa. It was the end, end, end of a tour.
1: Nick and his bandmates came back from a European tour in February, and they were all like coughing and sneezing, and like <laughs> we were all like, "Oh, it's just a cold," and like I'm like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> Probably yeah. all just had COVID. I don't know. <laughs> it's like. Thank God everyone was okay, you know, like including the crew and stuff. But yeah, I mean, just a miracle to be like, all right today, you know, to be able to like sleep in a bed and eat meals and not be sick. It's just like, we cool. Yeah. And and we grateful.
0: Did you have any shows scheduled?
1: You know, not many.
0: 21. No,
1: I did. Uh, there was a fun, they opened a Brooklyn Bowl in Nashville, and I was mm. supposed to play that after the Austin show, and that obviously got canceled. I, um, I hadn't scheduled anything. Uh, actually, I was also supposed to get married in April, and we oh. canceled that show too.
0: Oh, man, the big show. The
1: big show. Um, yeah. But, yeah, um, I, had, I haven't really scheduled anything at all, to be honest, like other than virtual things. And there's been a few really fun things, and I don't know. I just take what I can get.
0: Yeah. Um, In lieu of seeing you anytime soon, I'd like to play a a tune. Is that cool?
1: Yeah, Joe Plummer.
0: (laughs) How about Gone Too Soon?
1: How about it? All right, here we go.
0: (laughs) Killer song.
1: Thanks, Joe Plummer.
0: I like it. I listened to it about three times before we started talking. And I told you who it reminded me of a little bit. Not exactly.
1: Tell us again. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: James Mercer.
1: Yeah, hey, I put it in my back pocket for a rainy day when I'm feeling low self-esteem. How about I'm not
0: it? so sure James didn't steal that from you.
1: Oh, my God. I'll ask him. Yeah, you should ask him.
0: Uh, when'd God. you when'd you make that record?
1: Uh, over the course of um, kind of twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. It, it all all the recording happened in New York City, and then most of my vocals I ended up finishing in Nashville. But it was kind of a uh, it was a really cool way that it happened. Actually, um, Cage the Elephant was recording a live album, and Ben Baptie was in the United States uh, from London producing it. He happens to be really good friends with Homer Steinweiss, who's a drummer. And uh, I guess they had worked something out where Homer said, you know, you have studio time, come through with whatever you want. And Ben graciously said, you know, I like that song, that demo. You want to come record? And it started with one. It was like we all got in the room It was me and my hubby, Nick Bockrath and Ben and Homer and um, Scott Metzger and his wife, Katie Jacoby. And it like just was so natural. And and the first song we recorded was Every Single Time. And then it ended up being like, welcome back. And I was like, are you sure you want me back? And then we ended up doing another five songs. And then I sort of went back to the drawing board and tried to outdo some of the songs rework certain things trying to make them stronger and ultimately yeah it was like that's a long great. process but it was cool yeah i felt like i had to like get better over the process if that makes sense rather than just like recording an entire album in a week
0: yeah I- that's interesting that, that you got the time to do that and it seems like well hopefully it left you the right amount of time to think about it and make adjustments and not
1: overthink it
0: yeah too much time
1: what i do is i i'm really obsessed with lyrics and writing writing the song but beyond that like when it comes to like all you tweaker dudes where you're like oh it's like 1 bpm that. like i i it's like mm-hmm. if it feels good it's good i definitely was pulling my hair out a little bit like waiting for things to get done because i was eager to release it but mm-hmm. i definitely didn't i don't think i had too much of a hand in kind of i wasn't allowed to over edit cuz i don't do that Right. So it's like, I did my thing. So (laughs) thank God my OCD would have been ripping.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I have to ask, did Homer play all the drums on it?
1: He did. He's so special. He is special. He's just, he's a boobie.
0: I'm jealous of him.
1: Oh my God. Just because of his chops or as a person.
0: Oh, I don't even know him, but yeah, just, I like to watch him play. It's killer.
1: Yeah, he's a fun. He's a fun drummer. I bet y'all would be friends. Have you guys met before?
0: Yeah, I met him once at a Auerbach solo show. Got it. Or... Got
1: it. Maybe the Arcs or something. Are you using a fun? Yeah, was... What's your What's your mug oh, right yeah.
2: now?
0: Speaking of the Arcs.
1: <gasps> okay. Wait. Yeah, I'm funny I was... that you saw that. Hell yeah! Because we have one too, and I honestly, literally, have uh, the Hex is like right on the bookshelf. Oh right really? Yeah, forever, always. Um
0: as we were talking about the arcs and it wasn't planned.
1: Nope. That's because yeah,
0: Swift's up there.
1: I was going to say there's an angel watching over this right now. Yeah. Really digging it.
0: With a big He's curly like, head.
1: Oh, beautiful. Beautiful soul. I um yeah, I think he'd be he'd be like, "Yeah, Shecky, get it." Yeah, Joe. <laughs> thanks for asking Shecky to do this.
0: been listening to any any new tunes or have you been listening to any tunes that are new to you that you're psyched on Uh,
1: yeah um natalie bergman from wild bell she just put out some solo music actually i think it might only be one song thus far but it's great really great it's called "Talk to the Lord." It's sort of a gospel. I think she sort of made a gospel album, and um, it's beautiful. Like I heard it, you know, when you hear a song one time and you're like, "I know this song already." I don't know. It's just like, yeah. Uh, what else? I, I always listen to a lot of Betty Davis. Um, All right. My friends, uh, my friend Jamie has a band called Microwave Mountain, and they released a song called "Don't Get Jammed Up Out There," and I just lo- it's like such a fucking jam.
0: I love that. It's so band good. Band name.
1: I think you'd love this song too. I'll it just it. has a lot of personality. It's fucking That's dope. That's cool. He's so dope. There's always more music. I'm always trying to listen to more music. Here.
0: New Mad Lib. Whoa.
1: Haven't listened to that yet. Is it Whoa. incredible?
0: It's incredible. Genius. Yeah.
1: An actual genius.
0: Two people yesterday sent it to me. Awesome. Two different people and I was like, "What? I, why didn't I listen to it?"
1: Oh my god!
0: Before they sent it to me, but man, yeah, me and my six-year-old listened to it this morning. Oh my insane. gosh!
1: So your yeah. six-year-old is just gonna be like cutting edge, because that <laughs> is like I was listening to Rafi or something that <laughs> age. <laughs> Maybe the Beatles, but like, come on, yeah. Mad thats that's
0: yeah.
1: raising them right.
0: <laughs> yeah, but if you put the Beatles on, that still wins with those that age group, man.
1: It makes sense. There's like something so playful about the whole sonic experience of the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm going to let you go here in a few minutes, but I want to uh, ask you, do you have any parting words, any positive parting words for the people? I tried to throw in many peas as I could.
1: Yeah. Parting words for the people. Parting, parting.
0: Positive. parting Positive words parting. For the people.
1: Um, I don't know, I, you know, who am I to say anything, but, uh, I think that, The days that I spend less time thinking about me and how I can serve this entity, those are the days I feel sadder and the days that I look outward and try and in any way touch someone's life to make a moment of joy or whatever. I just, I feel better. And I think that as a society, we really have to start thinking like that, like, just so many people are super, super struggling. And I think we just all have to like constantly be looking at like what we can do and how we can help other people. I don't know if that's positive, but I'm fucking, I'm a goth. So that's it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Well, thanks for talking. It was great to meet you. So I'll great see you to in, meet you. I'll see you in Nashville when I'm there.
1: That would be so rad.
0: I don't know when it's going to be, but. I hope it's gonna be in less than a year. I just hope I'm trying I hope to so help, too, man. I hope, but
1: I know it's almost like uh optimism versus reality and kind of where do you fall on that you know yeah, yeah,
0: I got a little sick of my hope, but it's coming I, back.
1: That's a line right there. <laughs> I got a little sick that's good. <laughs> that's good. all
0: right well, uh, thanks again. thank you. And, um,
1: so fun chatting
0: yeah we'll see you down the road
1: for sure
2: in nashville bye. bye yeah bye. she got the river on she's leather bound in your neighborhood she's coming for you sitting by yourself like a perfect target only walk with no armor Your bullseye, baby